So uh, I think that first of all, football is a is a family game. Okay, it's something that has to be. Um, you have to deal with it as a family game. So you have to make uh, to adapt the environment for uh, a 70 year old person to be able to go to the stadium, a 50 year old person, and a four year old boy. Okay, so I think that is uh, that is definitely how we work. Um, that is something that I think we should be proud of, um, because if you do feel that you can bring your five-year-old boy to the stadium, it means it's safe. Olá e bem-vindo. Welcome to the Simple Life, an insider's perspective into Portugal. We already know about Portugal's amazing weather, food and people. In this podcast, we go deeper and meet the real people who make this country so wonderful. Dylan, who has made his life in Portugal, shares an insider's perspective into what makes Portugal the unique, beautiful and amazing country that it is. Join him and his guests every week as they shed some light on the incredible people, culture, history and lifestyle that makes Portugal so appealing. A country where everyone feels like they belong. This podcast is sponsored by Portugal Realty. Welcome to The Simple Life. On this week's episode, I'm joined by Mafalda Monteiro, the Senior Digital Brand Manager at Sporting Lisbon, one of Portugal's most famous, historic and biggest football clubs. We discuss, amongst other things, why this club is so very, very special to the Portuguese people and how, after 19 years, Sporting finally tasted victory. Welcome back, or welcome to another episode of Portugal The Simple Life. And if I say I'm excited, it's an understatement. I'm really, really, really excited to be joined here by Mafalda Monteiro, wearing a beautiful green shirt. Mafalda, thank you for Hello. joining us, and how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me here. I'm glad you like, uh, you like the shirt. <laughs> I couldn't wear one because my colleagues at work will get upset with me, but I've got one here in the background. Uh, that's cool. So that's, that'll have to do. Um, but Mafalda, why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit about you? Okay, so uh, yeah, as you know, my name is uh, Mafalda Monteiro. Uh, I'm 30 years old. I work at Sporting, as you can see. So I usually wear this to work. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cool benefit I have of working at Sporting. I can wear Sporting jerseys to work. Um, right now, I live in Lisbon, Portugal, obviously. Um, I studied um, in, an, in an international school in Portugal, okay, uh, in St. Dominic's. I don't know if, uh, if you know about it, but if you don't, you should, uh, you should definitely Google it. Um, after St. Dominic's, um, I, started, I went to England to study at Oxford Brooks, um, business and management. So that's where I could uh, keep my English going and that's why I can speak a decent amount of English. Um, and yeah, I've been at Sporting for the last three and a half years um, after having my experience in, uh, in England, after having started uh, working in England. Uh, I did my placement here at the Walt Disney Company there. Uh, so that's where my passion for entertainment uh, started. Obviously, Disney is, is the renowned company that we all, that we all know of. Um, from Disney, I went to uh, do, my, do an internship 
at Havaz in New York. Uh, so I stayed there for six months, uh, tried a little bit of the advertising, uh, of the advertising industry, uh, which is, uh, you know, very interesting, very uh, uh, creative, uh, which is always uh, something needed uh, in our day-to-day -day lives. Um, from New York, I came back to Lisbon. Um, I worked at Sonai for a year, did a bit of e-commerce there. I launched um, uh, the Wells uh, e-commerce website. Um, from Sonai, I went to RTP uh, and from RTP to Sporting. And that's where I am right now as a senior brand manager. Um, so, yeah. So basically senior digital brand manager. So everything digital uh, from Sporting uh, kind of uh, passes by me. Uh, so everything that you see on social media, uh, on our digital platforms, uh, that's my day-to-day -day job, basically. Okay, we're going to get on to sporting because uh, you were really <laughs> busy recently for very, very good reasons. Um, and it's been a great year. Um, but let's just jump back a little bit. Um, what would you, what uh, our, our, our listeners love to hear from our guests about their techa? Um, you've traveled a lot. You've been all over. You've been all over the world, uh, and you came back home. Um, so, yeah. where would you consider your teja in, in Portugal? And tell us a bit about it. You know, uh, having traveled the the whole world, as you say, and then coming back home, that is also something that is uh, very Portuguese. Uh, okay, so we usually travel the world, and we find out that home uh, is the best place to be. Okay, even why? though I've been why? in why? London. Why? Even though I've been in New York, um, why? Um, it's basically it's the quality of life. Okay, um, I don't know if you if you want me to start to talk about my terra. So um, my terra is Pastarques, and that's where quality of life starts. Okay, <laughs> uh, Pastarques is um, is a, a small town in the coast, just by Lisbon. Okay. Um, it's it was a fisherman's village back in the time. And it's a really picturesque uh, uh, town, okay? Uh, so it has the, it's where I grew up. Uh, it's where I lived my whole life uh, before moving, moving to England and uh, the United States. <clears throat> but uh, it's a really nice town, very picturesque. It has the Palacio dos Arcos, uh, which is basically where uh, Dom Manuel I uh, or our king uh, Manuel I saw Vasco da Gama leave to India. Okay, so it does have a little bit of history as well. I mean, everywhere in Portugal has a bit of history. It's not it's not hard to find history in in oh. every town here. Um, but yeah, so so that's where I grew up. Uh, it's beautiful. It's just by the coast. It has uh, lovely weather. It's got nice beaches, and you know that's that's why uh, uh, Dom Manuel saw. Um, Vasco da Gama leave to India, so that's a bit of history right there. <laughs> when you when you travelled uh, to all of these places and worked and studied, what did you what did you miss about about home? What did I miss about home? I'm not sure if everyone says this, uh, but I'm going to have to say it. It's obviously uh, the sun. Okay, uh, it's the nice weather. I mean, all year round, even when it's winter, it does rain a bit, but it's not like England rain, okay? Um, and obviously the other big thing that uh, every Portuguese has to miss 
uh, when you leave Portugal is the food, okay? Uh, so our food is obviously very simple, uh, but very tasty. And that's something that you cannot find, well, you definitely cannot find in England, okay? <laughs> where, the, where, where the main dish is fish and chips. Uh, so in England, the way I could eat better was to eat Italian food. Um, in New York, it was a little bit easier uh, to eat good food. You know, I have amazing restaurants in New York, uh, but definitely here in Portugal, in every little corner, uh, you have uh, a tashka where you can eat an amazing bitok. Uh, you have so many places where you can eat our um, bacalhau, which is the most known dish uh, to everyone uh, outside of Portugal. So the, the cuisine is definitely probably the main thing uh, that we miss when we leave, when we leave Portugal. And football? <laughs> football, uh, thank God is football? football, thank God is something that you can, uh, you can uh, keep track of um, even when you leave the country. Uh, I never stopped watching sporting games. I'm, I'm, besides working at sporting, I'm, I'm a big fan of the club. Um, my grandpa was one of the Cinque Violinos. Uh, the Cinque Violinos are, I don't know if you know, Dylan, uh, but they are basically the, the icons of the, of the club. Okay. okay. So there were, there were five, the Cinque Violinos uh, literally translated is uh, the five violins. Uh, there were five players in the forties. Okay. Um, and they played so well together that they, nick they nicknamed them uh, the Cinque Violins. Ah, because they played in harmony. <clears throat> they played in harmony. They played really well. They won everything they had to win uh, when they played together. They didn't play together many years. I think it was like three or four years. Um, but yeah, so my grandpa is um, Antonio Zuzkaya, which is one of them. Um, so I obviously have this uh, big connection with the club uh, besides working there now. Wow. Okay. So, port, so sporting is in your blood, uh, and it was destiny that you ended up working working there. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. My blood might be green. <laughs> um, my mom's blood might be green as well. So she's her my grandpa's daughter. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's inevitable to have this uh, this connection with the club. Okay. Um. We'll we'll we'll. I want to talk more about sporting now. Let's just quickly chat a little bit about your dad. Um. He's a regular on the podcast. Um. Uh, Ricardo Monteiro. He always does the proud of Portugal. He's also really. He must be really happy as well about sporting as well. Uh, he's a big sporting guy. Yeah, he is. He's a fan of. Uh, well, um. I'm not sure he's a fan of uh, that big of a fan of sporting. Uh. But he is a fan of. Um, of me basically and he loves that uh, especially after 19 years of not having uh, won the the Portuguese uh, championship now that I'm in the club um, you know he can see me uh, be there whilst the club uh, you know conquers all these titles because it, it's not only the national championship but uh, yeah he's really proud I'm really proud um, so that's uh, that's a really nice thing to have obviously. So it's the first um, father and daughter combo on the podcast. So we're keeping it in the family. Uh, he's going to be next week. Uh, so after this episode is aired, it's going to be your dad uh, doing another Proud of Portugal series. So I'm sure this might be one of the things that he's proud about is, is you coming on the on the podcast and, and maybe you'll talk about sporting as well. I'll see what I can get him yeah. to do. 
yeah, you should ask him for sure what he feels. <laughs> I will, I will. Um, Mafalda, uh, tell us a little bit about the history of this club. Um, to, to put it into perspective, for me, I, I started supporting sporting on one of my first visits to Portugal ever. I hadn't, I wasn't living here yet. It must have been, I'm trying to remember now, but maybe about 15 years ago. And um, my parents took me to see a, a sporting game and I fell in love with the whole, actually it was not the game. It was everything that happened around the game. And it was um, the little caravans, uh, the chulach, um, the chulach yeah. before the game and you have the bifanas, still the best bifanas I've ever eaten. I don't know if it was the environment. That's, that, that's why they tasted so good with the beer um, and all of that, and people all sitting in their sporting shirts talking about the game, and it was the whole spirit of, of, of everything leading up to it, and it always just felt to me like a people's club, um, but maybe, and, and so I, I never uh, knew what, I've never known what it feels like for sporting to win the league, and we've just won the league, uh, so yeah. it's amazing, amazing. I couldn't speak to you before because you guys were all too busy over there partying and celebrating <laughs> and, and doing all of that stuff. So I'm glad I'm, that you're I'm not going to lie. We, we did party a bit. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> we, 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 for, for legal reasons, we're not going to say how or where or when, but uh, let's keep it. L there. Let's just leave it in the area. <laughs> exactly. But um, I mean, take us, tell us a little bit about the history of this club, um, first of all, and, and how it started and, and what's so special about this, this football club. Okay, so the club was founded in 1906. Okay, so this year is going to be the 115th um, anniversary of the club. So it is a more than a century old club. Okay. Um, and, you know, what... Um, makes this club different from from other clubs um, is that we are definitely not only football okay so we have more than 50 different other sports and this year besides actually winning the national championship for for uh, in football uh, we managed to be european champions in uh, futsal and hockey as well and fans uh, celebrate this as much as they do the national uh, football championship, okay? It's really important that uh, we give attention to these other sports as well as we do to football. Obviously, football uh, brings uh, closer together thousands and thousands of people. Other sports, maybe not, but we do internally give it as much importance as uh, the football. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, throughout these 19, uh, throughout these 115 years of, uh, of existence, the club has won 23 national championships. Um, I think it still is the only club in the world who has uh, two academy players who have won the Ballon d'Or, okay? So that is Luis Figo and Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously. They are, they are and Cristiano Ronaldo, I mean, we're not going to lie, he's a, he's a, a flag uh, of the club. Uh, he represents sporting um, beyond Portugal. Uh, it's frequent uh, to see him posting um, sporting uh, stuff. He celebrated the national championship uh, as well. Which is uh, which is awesome, um, and so yeah, I mean the the club has a has a really big history. We have at the moment three point five million uh, followers, uh, so the club and growing. So the club is growing its fan base. Obviously, the titles help, 
and that is what we should always aim for and what we do always aim for. Um, but it is a club with uh, with an amazing uh, with an amazing history, and obviously, besides Cristiano and Figo, which is the most recent history, I already spoke about the the Cinque Violinos. Um, they won, I think, altogether seven championships out of those twenty three. So uh, that is a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean, we have we have we we have this history that we are really proud of, uh, that we will never forget. And it's this history that basically keeps us going. Amazing. Um, what are your memories of, of, of this club and, and, and supporting it as a child and, and why does it mean so much to you? Um, so, as I said, uh, my grandpa is the big, um, is the big reason uh, why, we, why we were born uh, sporting fans uh, already. I mean, when I say we, uh, it's me and my three brothers. They are as big of a fans as I am. Uh, they're really proud that I'm in the club as well. Uh, it's a, <laughs> I think my whole family is, is quite proud that I'm uh, keeping this legacy going. Um, but yeah, so I mean, um, since, since I can remember that we've been supporting the club, um, my grandpa uh, has uh, obviously a big connection with the club. So that's where we started going to the stadium was with him, uh, still the old stadium. So the stadium where we play right now, um, actually, I'm not sure if it's, it was, it's, um, it started in 2002. Uh, so, but before that, we still watched games in the, in the old stadium. Um, and I've been, you know, keep, I've been, I still go, or I still went to the games uh, even after my grandpa passed away with my friends, with my brothers. Um, it's something that has been in our life uh, since, since forever. And the last championship uh, that we won, I was um, 12 years old. So in terms of memory, it's very faded. Okay. The only thing I can remember is that uh, we got into the car with my dad and with my mom and we went to the Marques de Pombal, um, you know, just to celebrate with the fans. But that's about it that I can remember. Um, and this championship, which is something that amazingly happened to me, I got the opportunity to go uh, with the team, with the first team on the bus uh, from the stadium to the Marques. So that is a uh, that is an experience that uh, you know it's it's something that was just in my dreams. It wasn't it wasn't even a possibility. <laughs> uh, not it's not a possibility to anyone, I would say. Uh, but you know, it happened. Obviously, I uh, being a di uh, be working at the digital department, I'm responsible for the social media channels. So that's that's how I had to go on that bus so we can have everything. Uh, documented on our phone uh, the tv was there as well um so yeah i mean it was it was a dream uh, honestly that day was something that uh, that i'll never forget amazing amazing i mean yeah. there's so much interesting stuff with this championship because um you've got you've got generations of of uh, you know you've got you've got groups of people that have never known what it's like to to win the 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 title yeah uh, the coach, 
uh, is an ex-Benfica player. So, I mean, that's just... <laughs> so, for people listening, Benfica are our red rivals across town in Lisbon. Yeah. Um, so, he he used to play. He was a big Benfica player, and he's the trainer now for sporting and, and has won us our, our first title in ages. But, I mean, I mean, maybe you can just put it into your own words and, and give us some feedback. I mean, why is this so special? There was a massive celebration yeah. uh, in Lisbon. This meant a lot to a lot of people. Um, why was this so special and, and so significant for, for this football club? So uh, more than him being an ex-Benfica player, um, it's, it's, it's the whole uh, uh, scenario um, that, you know, we put together and made this happen. So basically, uh, besides being an ex-Benfica player, he's a coach. Uh, he's one of the most expensive coaches uh, in football history. I think it was 10 million that, that Sporting paid for him. Um, and he had little experience, okay? So 19 years after not having win, uh, won the, the championship, the club um, bets a lot on this new coach, who has little experience. And besides uh, betting on this new coach, we have a really young team, okay? We have 18-year-old players, 19-year-old players. Uh, I think we have a national uh, champion who's 16-year-old. Um, so it's, it's the, all the pieces put together. It was highly improbable, um, you know, that we actually could be champions. Um, so when it actually, actually in the middle of the season, when we start seeing that it might be possible, um, not even we knew, uh, how to, how to react to this, uh, properly. Okay. Uh, because it was 19 years, uh, there is this whole generation that never saw, uh, Sporting win. So this young coach, these young players, um, they actually managed to, uh, renew everyone's uh, belief in the club okay and that is something that was missing in the past years it was people believing that the club would actually uh, be able to win the championship um, and so I mean uh, yeah that's that's basically the renewal of hope uh, is what happened this year uh, and especially after what happened three years ago in the academy uh, you know the scenario was dark uh, was really dark and um, it, it gives another taste to this championship uh, people not believing that it would be possible um, all the fans coming together at the middle of the season starting to believe as well oh my god this might actually be happening let's just unite uh, let's keep all of these differences apart and that is something that you know is a big difference from other seasons before as well is that we actually started seeing fans unite uh, the team started uh, getting this feeling from the fans as well. And, you know, everything, everything uh, comes together really nice. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's how it happened. It's, it was highly improbable, but it happened. And uh, that's, that's the big message that this, uh, that this uh, championship uh, gives, not only to sporting fans, uh, I would say that this is a big message to everyone, actually. Um, people might have zero hope for you, um, but if you know if you do come together, even with a, with a young team, even with high uh, uh, high, you know, it, it wasn't probable. Um, it can happen. Okay, so that is that is a big message. 
I, yeah, amazing. I, I love um, that, you know, for, for whenever I've told people that I support sporting uh, and they're like, why did you come all the way to Portugal and choose sporting? And, I, you know, I haven't been able to tell them why, because it's not been a good, a good, uh, a good few years. Uh, we I always make a joke with people that uh, sporting people are good people because we suffer yeah, we, a lot. Yeah, we suffer and we're still we still uh, support the club, and that's and what that's what the new generation also feels like. I mean, yeah. uh, people can ask them the question, "Why are you from Sporting?" Even to me, you know, the last time I saw Sporting uh, uh, being a champion was 19 years ago. I don't even remember it that well. Um, and people, they now know exactly what to say. Okay, so we we don't lose hope. We we'll never give up. Uh, it can pass 10 years, 19 years. Uh, 25, 30, it doesn't matter. It'll happen again and we'll be there. Uh, and that's, that's, that's a really, really important part about the club, really important part, of, part about the fans because 19 years after not being able to win, we still had a lot of people at the stadium. Um, so, you know, usually when, when a club doesn't win, you see less and less people going to the stadium, uh, less and less uh, fans supporting the club. Uh, but that is something that we didn't see that, you know, Sporting didn't uh, didn't pass by that. Uh, we still have fans. They keep growing. Um, and, you know, this this title is going to help uh, boost that even more. Yeah. And the, and the, uh, the other thing that I like is, is so for so many years um, as a Sporting fan, we've been able to to point to other victories, you know, like futsal and um Formula One and and other things that we've won, but we've never been able to point to winning one. And yeah. now we can at least say that we. And it looks like it's a it's a a bright future ahead ahead for the team as well. Uh yeah, for sure. I mean, because uh, as I say, the club, um, you know, the main um, where we want to um, start working on or where we want to keep working on is in the academy. It's in young players. And when you bet on young players, you are betting in the long term. Uh, you want them to develop in the club. You want them to win titles in the club and look for the future. So we were not big fans of uh, going out there, going to get 30-year-olds uh, uh, to join the team because that's definitely a, a short-term bet. So the more... You put in the academy, the academy. The more you're going to get out of it in the long term, and I mean, Cristiano and Figo are are obviously the the they show exactly uh, this what I'm saying. Uh, so if you bet in young talents, you're going to get you're going to get the best out of the future. And besides Cristiano, we now have a few young players who are going to have an amazing uh, future. I mean, what would your 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 granddad? Have thought about this this team. My granddad celebrated a lot <laughs> this uh, this year. Um, I'm sure he would be proud. Um, I think he would be proud of me as well. As I say, I mean, it's a really important thing when we won the 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 title. I, you know, the first thing I thought was him um, mm. was about him uh, and how proud he would be. Uh, you know, going through the stadium and seeing um, his pictures everywhere because uh, his pictures are everywhere in the stadium. We have a trofeo at the beginning of the of the season, uh, which is called the Trofeo Cinco Um So, I mean, he would be he would be really proud. 
he would be really proud. He would. He, I'm sure he celebrated a lot. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, I, I think he would have been even uh, celebrating more seeing you on the bus uh, with, the, with the team. <laughs> I think that would have been probably the happiest part for him. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Mafaldo, I mean, one of the things that I that that really um, uh, stood out to me my first few times that I that I watched um, Sporting play, but it wasn't. It wasn't only in, in sporting, it was generally in Portugal. Um, I found that, okay, you know, everyone gets really passionate and, and um, you know, you have um, fans shouting at each other, but generally there's 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 a much calmer attitude um, amongst Portuguese fans and what you see in a lot of other countries. Um, and one of the things that I'll never forget was watching sporting <coughs> play against Fiorentina in the Champions League and um, the 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 sporting fans initiated it. They went over to the away side to where the, the Fiorentina fans and they were passing scarves over the, um, the fence. And that was something that I'd never seen before uh, and, and really still sticks with me. This, um, it made me quite proud uh, of Portugal and, and, and of the way that, that, that the fans welcomed the, the Italian fans. Um, what else about um Sporting makes you, you, you think Portugal should be proud of um, that that is uniquely Portuguese and is is quite unique in the way that um, the club conducts themselves and the fans and and, and the history and the culture of the club. So uh, I think that first of all, football is a is a family game. Okay, it's something that has to be um, you have to deal with it as a family game. So you have to make uh, to adapt the environment for uh, a 70-year-old person to be able to go to the stadium, a 50-year-old person and a four-year-old boy, okay? So I think that is, uh, that is definitely how we work. Um, that is something that I think we should be proud of um, because if you do feel that you can bring your five-year-old boy to the stadium, it means it's safe. Uh, football is uh, many times uh, associated with, uh, with, with lack of safety uh, because of the extreme um, behavior of some, of some groups uh, within, within football. Uh, so I think that is definitely something um, that every club should work towards is to make football a family game. Uh, making it, um, you should invite everyone to go watch the game. If you want to take uh, your your girlfriend to the game, you should be able to, and you should not be scared uh, that something um, unsafe might happen. Um, I'm saying this, and Sporting has had problems with uh, with 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 fans with extreme behavior. Every club, every club has has its uh, problems with extreme. Uh, you know, ways of thinking about football. But football really uh, should just be seen as a family event, as something that you can go uh, on a Sunday with your kids, on a Sunday with your parents as well. Um, and that is, uh, again, that is, how we, that is how we work internally. We make sure um, to, you know, for the stadium to be as welcoming as possible to all kinds of people. Um, and, uh, well, uh, I, I think that is it. And I think that is something that we should be proud of that we are actually, I think, um, getting closer to that. Um, other clubs should definitely, should definitely work, uh, towards that as well, 
making it as welcoming as possible to uh, to everyone. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, I, I love that about about. I mean, you you see it a lot at sporting, but you see it a lot in other other clubs as well. This the whole family goes and watches the game, and uh, yeah. you know, I think that's really that's something quite unique and quite special, uh, quite unique to Portugal. You don't see that in many other countries where it's everybody, you know, and it's safe enough for everybody just to go and sit and enjoy the game. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um. L- I mean, your, your dad um, does a, a, a weekly, well, a, a regular episode of that's with Pride of Portugal. Um, you've spoken a little bit about your brothers, that they're really proud that you're at Sporting. I mean, I think you're a bit cleverer than your others because they, they're in Spain. I mean, why would you want to be in Spain and not in Portugal? But, I mean, what makes you proud of this country? What makes you proud to be Portuguese and to, 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 to live here and come back home and, and, uh, and have your life here? Um. You know, my, my dad actually says this a lot, that uh, we, uh, as uh, Portuguese, we are really proud of being Portuguese. Um, and, you know, sometimes you might go to other countries and people might not even know uh, where Portugal is in the map. Um, and even though that happens, we will make sure uh, to let them know where Portugal is in the map and exactly what Portugal has done uh, in the history of the world. Um, that is so important, that is so big. Um, and what makes us proud of being Portuguese is basically that we are, we are so few, okay? We are 10 million Portuguese. Um, and we have uh, ambitions as big as the world, okay? So that comes back from where we, you know, all the, all the discoveries we did um, of India, etc. Um, and we are still up for that. Uh, we are not afraid of, uh, of leaving Portugal. Go check out the world, uh, see what is out there. Um, make sure people know uh, what Portugal is, uh, where Portugal is, and why Portugal is so nice. Um, and then, you know, I did come back. I'm sure a lot of people don't come back. The consequences of life uh, the, then, you know, uh, dictate what people do in life. Um, but I do believe that a lot of people do come back because um, it's it's just it's the best quality of life. Okay, uh, we it's very easy to live here. Um, you know, some people don't like to go. Um, okay, it's easy, but just go through the hard way, and maybe you'll get you'll get more out of it. Uh, maybe you do, um, but you know, uh, when life is easy, everything else uh, becomes easy. I mean. Have everything in Lisbon, for example, is 15 minutes away, okay? Uh, if I want to go to the beach, um, I drive my car for 15 minutes and I'm at the beach. If I want to go eat the most amazing dish, uh, I get in my car and uh, I would say it's not even 15 minutes, a five-minute drive, uh, not even that, maybe a five-minute walk, and you have uh, the most amazing dishes uh, that you could eat. Um, and then there's something that uh, I definitely have not found elsewhere, which is uh, how open we are, how open we are um, towards others, towards other nationalities. Uh, we love having other nationalities over, um, as we love uh, when we are away 
uh, to teach other people what Portugal is, we do exactly the same when others come here. Uh, so if someone from England comes here, we make sure that they have the best uh, experience possible. And I do think they have the best experience possible because the English always keep coming back. <laughs> so, um, you know, we have our little uh, corner of paradise right here. Um, and we are really proud uh, that it is, uh, that it is uh, so, uh, such a beautiful country uh, with such amazing cuisine, uh, the best national team ever. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I mean, we, we, we've got to be proud of, of who we are. Well, speaking of national team, we're recording this episode on the 16th of June. On the 15th, we just played a brilliant game against Hungary to start off the, yeah. the Euros. Nice result, 3-0 uh, to Portugal. So, yeah. But um, we've had a, a recurring thing on the podcast where we've spoken to, we have spoken to um, people that have been abroad, um, cameramen, uh, photographers, um, we had João Garcia previously, Rui um, do O, who's a, a Portuguese cameraman for for Sick, and um, and 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 all the a lot of the times people talk about how when they've been overseas and and people don't really know Portugal but they know Ronaldo and they know Figo. We can yeah. be really proud of that because those guys came from Sporting, so Sporting is responsible for two of the best Portuguese exports ever. I mean, Sporting amazing. is responsible for uh, the Euro 2016 uh, win, okay? Uh, that is something that everyone uh, should have in mind. We actually, we nicknamed uh, the team uh, the Aurelius um, because um, they were discovered by this uh, sporting um, scout uh, called Aurelio Pereira. So okay. they were nicknamed the Aurelius uh, okay. after after winning the the, the Euro. Um, so yeah, I mean, Sporting is responsible for that. Uh, we have three uh, players at uh, the moment in at the national team, uh, but besides the three current players of Sporting in the national team, we have players there that have been in the academy. I mean, they came from the academy: Rui Patricio, Cristiano, uh, William, etc. Uh, so, so yeah, we we are we are very proud of that. <laughs> Falda, um, uh, one thing that you want um, people to remember and and take away from our from our conversation. Um, okay, so this is it might be very specific to me, um, but it is something that I that I do want uh, to get across. Um, even if it's just for uh, this little amount of time in your life, say three, four years in your life, just make sure that you're actually doing what you love, what you love the most, and living in the place that you love the most. So I'm not saying that this should be for your entire life. I went abroad for a few years. I might go abroad again. We never know what the future holds. But uh, just make sure that for this little amount of time um, to make, make yourself lucky at that point to live where you love the most and do what you love the most. And I'm really proud to, be, to say that at the moment I am this lucky person uh, to be doing both things at once. Um, and that is something that you know, you'll, you'll take for life. Uh, even if it ends, it's something that you'll be able to say you did 
uh, at least to your grandkids. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Um, how can listeners follow you online and, and stay in touch with um, what you're up to and the work that you're doing? Um, um, so, first of all, do follow uh, Sporting on social media. <laughs> okay. Uh, everything you see on there, um, you know, uh, is, is uh, part, uh, part uh, I'm responsible for that. Um, and do, I mean, I do post on LinkedIn a lot uh, about my job, obviously, mostly. Uh, so do follow me on LinkedIn. It's Mafalda Monteiro. Um, and um, yeah, I would say LinkedIn is the, uh, is the, best, uh, is the best social media to, to follow me on. Okay. Um, yeah, we have thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners from all over the world who perhaps maybe haven't chosen a Portuguese football club to support uh, is there anything that you want to do you want to recommend uh, I mean just uh, you should definitely follow the national champions uh, so that's Sporting Club Portugal uh, it's got the most beautiful color it's green um, and yeah make sure that when you come to to Portugal uh, when the stadiums open back again to, to fans uh, come and watch a sporting match and you will understand why it is the best club in Portugal beautiful Mafalda, um, a question that we ask all of our guests, Portugal, the simple life, why? Um, because um, we are, the Portuguese are simple and honest people. Uh, I do believe that as a community, we uh, live by the less is more uh, phrase. Uh, you, again, you can see that in our cuisine, our, the, the, the most famous dish uh, outside Portugal is bacalhau, and bacalhau is literally cooked on water uh, with cooked potatoes and a bit of olive oil, and that's it. Uh, so I think that reflects perfectly who we are. We are very simple. We take life uh, very simple, simply as well. Um, so, I mean, we are proud as well of being Portuguese. So. You know, that's why uh, life is simple in Portugal. I love it. Mafalda, thank you so much. I think we could speak for a lot longer about all of these, uh, this, this beautiful uh, football club and, and the things around it. But I've absolutely loved this conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you, and Dylan. And now I'm going to let you call it. So that's a wrap. So thank you once again to Mafalda and thank you to all of you for listening. Please subscribe, share with your friends, give us a thumbs up and please leave a comment or a review. We'd love to hear from you. And as we say in Portugal, bem-vindo, welcome to the simple life.